live from the Bills' famous cheese spread studios in the downstairs pub. A welcome back edition of the Blockout Sports Pod is back on the air. From behind the master control desk in the aforementioned downstairs pub, I am your host and moderator for this evening. My name is Travis Carter. Over my right shoulder at the high top table is the big fellow, the tuna country, Matt Kempf, and bellied up to the bar, Charlie Brown from out of town, the mad dog to our mic, the fabulous one, Freddie Bender. What's up, guys? Wearing his Tanner Boyle Bad News Bears jersey. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. You know, the funny thing is, you wearing that, I could see 50-year-old Freddie getting in a fight with the seventh grade like Tanner did. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do like, you want to hear me cuss, get a little on a rant like Tanner? No. Huh? no what? No. <laughs> I had to put the. I figured I'd wear with a you know Major League Baseball. My Reds are out, and you know I thought I'd go Bad News Bears. And I just like to note: not only do you look good tonight, you also smell good in the classic green bottle gold top polo. Yeah, always use the polo, fellas. Old school green bottle. Uh, I'm bringing it back. You smell like 12 year old tuna going to Champs Roller Dome to get some ladies. <laughs> I love it. And don't forget on the back of this, uh, Chico's Bail Bonds is listed. Yeah, that that may be our uh, newest sponsor for the podcast. We'll take uh, what we can get. <laughs> given the uh, given the general uh, uh, quality of our listeners, they could probably use a good bail bondsman. Well, that's a fact. <laughs> I've met some of them. I know that. It is. uh, It's great to be back. Uh, Had a good week uh, down at Perdido Key, as always. Um, Lots of sports. Got to watch a lot of baseball, a lot of football while I was there. Um, And uh, had a great time, but uh, I'm glad to be back in the downstairs pub and uh, back with a new episode of The Blockout. Um, as always, we are on social media. Uh, had some Facebook uh, and Twitter posts last week where we put our picks uh, from last week out. And our picks this week, Jody. Uh, last week, Colin, one and two. Jody, one and two. Fred and I, two and one. Oh. And Tuna, one and two. We went seven and eight again. That's two weeks in a row. I think those numbers are skewed. This week, uh, <laughs> this week, uh, we vow to to get over the five hundred hump. We are going to win more than we lose. We will obviously be making our picks at the end of the show. Now, while I was in Florida, uh, I guess the night that we got there was the. Uh, big game of local interest that we talked about that we broke down before uh i left in in our last episode that posted notre dame came to town to play louisville and we know what happened the following week but before we get into that tune i wanted to get your thoughts uh how you felt watching that game um did it go the way you thought it was was going to go what was it like watching it as a diehard Louisville fan. Mm, man, I wish we would have had this conversation like a week ago. Because yeah, right now, it's kind of the shines wore yeah. off. But I'm, I'm going to try to implant myself back into that mindset that I was at before. Um, honestly, the environment, it felt like um, 
Were you at the game? Yes. Okay. I, it felt like early 2000s um, Cardinal football when Bobby Petrino was kind of at his prime and the stadium was uh, filled up. Bobby Petrino 1.0. And the crowd was insane. Everything was insane. It's just the environment was buzzing. Um, and to go out and just shock Sam Hartman like we did the last time he came to town. There's something about that guy. I don't think he'll ever – he could be famous in the NFL and be super rich, and he will never come to Derby because of the <laughs> location and the vicinity of where it is next to Cardinal Stadium. I don't think he'll ever come to Louisville ever again. And uh, news on the Sam Hartman front, he shaved his beard and is only going full mustache now. So it makes me uh, makes me concerned on what Notre Dame's future holds. Well, they beat USC like a drum. They did. They did, but he had a beard. Like that's I I have a I have a big problem with, with guys changing their facial hair mid season. <laughs> like there's there's superstition and I, I believe in this. There's a reason hockey players do playoff beards. Maybe they know. maybe needs a little polo. He <laughs> 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 needs something. But no, all in all, Ralph man, just Loren. To get back to that game, watching um you know, obviously Jawar Jordan just came out and was incredible that game offensive line was incredible what I found most impressive was that defensive front um this amazing offensive line at Notre Dame that I've heard so much about with all these all-americans on it uh was it Joe Alt the big you mm-hmm. know super all-american watching him get pancaked on that outside by Mason Rieger was maybe one of the best plays that I've seen and um I, I don't know it, I, it surprised me I, I loved it um Big game, Jeff Brom. That's what he does. He gets you up for big games. Unfortunately, we knows what follows that. So yeah, well, and not a lot of Jay Jordan on the game they lose. No, apparently he has a bit of a hamstring issue. Yeah, so, I mean that that tells a lot of the tale there. You yeah, know? this uh, bye week couldn't come soon enough because uh, we are licking some wounds right now. And that that is kind of a narrative. I hate that word, but. Uh, that is kind of the Jeff Brom scenario that we've seen in his years at Purdue. Um, he would win a game or two that he probably shouldn't have won or was not favored to win. They always played Ohio State very well, beat him a couple of times. And then they would throw in just a almost an unimaginable stinker against a MAC team or something and get beat. Um, and we'll get... We'll get to that with what happened uh, later on this week. But, um, Fred, uh, how did your teams do? Well, uh, week before, well uh, you know, Bama went into uh, a crazy environment with the 12th man, and they showed up and played well. I was uh, I, I was really pumped up about how they came out. I mean, they still are – uh, a hard team to watch at times. There's still penalties. Uh, they're they're uh, they're like watching LSU play sometimes. Except opposite. we don't have the offense, right? We don't have the offense. We have the defense. It's just yeah. it's a different thing. You put those two teams together, and you'd have something. Uh, no oh, yeah. doubt. But uh, but that it was still a big win for us, and it has followed up on a another roller coaster with Arkansas. We were lucky enough to beat them, uh, Kentucky. Uh, man, you know, Kentucky's now lost two since our, our counting the Georgia game, uh, the last two, and they still, Devin Leary is just not 
I, I don't know. It, it's so hard to read him. Uh, they're, they're, they're having messy penalties now. They're Obviously, everyone knows about the, the balls they drop, the receivers. They're just uh, an undisciplined mess is what they yeah, are. Yeah, right now they're just, I mean, you know, coming off the Georgia game and then playing that scrappy Missouri team, is a, that, that's a tough game. Uh, for them to jump right back into, even though it was at home, you think they'd be prepared for that? Um, I thought uh, going back to the Georgia game, I thought that. I mean, obviously they ended up getting just absolutely destroyed. I don't. I forget what what was it fifty. 51 to something. Yeah, it, but, it was over in the first quarter. But that game took a turn very early. When uh, I be- it was either Kentucky's first or second possession, uh, have a guy streaking down the field wide open. It's going to go for a touchdown. Leary o- overthrows him by eight or nine yards. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then driving back from uh, Florida, I was listening to the Kentucky Missouri game, and the announcers were just uh, um, just beside themselves in the fact that Leary was making tons of good throws in that game, but nobody could catch the nobody ball. Nobody could catch the ball. It, it, they never can get all on one track like they were when they played Florida. Right. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I don't know. Uh, they had some really stupid penalties, too. Um, you know, uh, just, just dumb bonehead penalties like... Uh, where, you know, some of the players are, are getting uh, personal fouls and just that that even puts you back more and you're showing that you're you're playing it. And, and on the same side of that, which we'll get more uh, to here shortly, Georgia, obviously, you know, everyone was saying, well, they're not one of the top five, six best teams in the country. And we'll get more into that with their injuries and so forth. But they are, and they can show up and show big when they need to. And that proved it right there. Um, and I, th- I think the thing with that is we're seeing the progression of Carson Beck. As he has, he He's starting to come into his own now. Um, now he, he, he's going to take a hit losing his biggest target, which we just found out this week. But um, I, I don't – I was kind of thinking this kid was a mess early on, but he's actually um, kind of growing into a good quarterback before our eyes. Well, no. and with uh, with the struggles of Leary, uh, having the team that leads the nation in dropped passes yeah. is not yeah. a good way to develop yeah. confidence for a quarterback. The, the thing about that stat is that this is the fourth straight podcast that we've said that stat. Right. right. This is, is, it's exactly. not just like it's not improved. a bad week that's happened. It's continuously getting worse. Right. And worse. So I, I they're a mess. I don't know what I don't those those receivers are way too talented. How do you just forget to, to how to catch a ball? I know. And, I don't, and I don't understand God, how that last works. year they were catching every you know it's it's crazy. I mean was Will Levis that great? And <laughs> maybe mean, they don't I, like balls being thrown right to them. Maybe they, cause Will Levis was not putting it where it needed to be. Those guys had to make spectacular catches to bring in his balls. And they have never want to say that again. And, and, <laughs> and they obviously have talent because even just listening to the game, you know, it's a, we go, Oh my God, he's, he's open by five steps. 
It hits him in the hands and he's dropped another one. I mean, I thought the color commentator for Kentucky was going to go down on the field and fight somebody because apparently he was a receiver at Kentucky in the past. And he was like, if I played like Who that, does those? Uh, it's Jeff. Um, Doesn't Tim Couch do it on some? Uh, no, it was uh, Jeff. Uh, I don't know. I, we'll, I don't. We'll, I can't remember his last name, but uh, Jeff, John, the receiver at Kentucky, John Parker Wilson does. But uh, he said, uh, <laughs> right. he said, if I would have had one game like this when I played at Kentucky, they might have taken my scholarship away. And yet I see this week after week after week after week, and it's the same guys. Mm. Right, and you just can't have that because Kentucky mm. has built themselves into a position where. Like, I was honestly shocked that they got blown out by Georgia. I thought that was going to be a game. I thought Kentucky was going to go in there with the mindset that we can beat these guys. And it was like two bad plays, and the entire thing went straight down the toilet. Yeah. I mean, and and Georgia proved that they're uh, uh, a very, very strong team. Uh, Now, you know, now they're a little... A little banged up, and we'll see. But Kentucky, uh, another good time for Kentucky to regroup, try to uh, clean some things up. Yeah, they need to um, – their their biggest issue, I think, is just the terrible penalties at the terrible times. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. They're just doing dumb shit at, like, the worst possible times. And I don't know what happened with that team to where Stoops has lost them as far as discipline goes, but I've always thought – Aside from, like, maybe Lynn Bolden trying to start a fight with the entire Virginia Tech team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all yeah. in all, like, Kentucky has kind of kept it together every now and then, you know, year by year. But they're a mess, man. Um, yeah. Uh, Missouri, the fake punt, killed them. Uh, yeah. And 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 then uh, I'll just end the, lo- the teams of local note, this part of it, by saying uh, – you know, I went on like a 15-minute rant about Indiana a few weeks ago. The Tom Allen fire watch is in full effect now. It's clear that uh, that's that's not going anywhere. Uh, Indiana's going to have to make a move at some time or another. Um, and uh, this week, they play Rutgers, which should be a game that you look at every year and say, you know, we should win that game. That's one of our games that we should win to be able to go to a bowl. Uh, Indiana at home, I believe it's homecoming, is a five-point underdog. Yeah. And uh, I'll have more to say about that particular game and uh, which Shia- way I am leaning later. Shiano, uh, I've been there when he's beat Rutgers. And he knows. I mean, when he's beaten IU with being at Rutgers, and <laughs> he oh. he knows how to get that win. It's you not were at the game. Be easy. You were at the game with maybe the yeah. worst. Yeah, and that's saying something. The worst Indiana football game I've ever sat yeah. through, from a weather standpoint. First from the half. Way that I Indiana think we played. left after the first. We half. did. We watched <laughs> the second half in the uh, at the comfort of the upstairs <laughs> pub, at the bar. Um, But uh, also, uh, while I was gone, uh, the Major League Baseball playoffs were getting into full swing. And 
you know, Tuna is our baseball diehard. Uh, I'm a big Reds fan. <clears throat> Freddie likes the Reds. I am a moderate watcher of baseball during the regular season. But during the playoffs, I am all in. And as always, the playoffs never disappoint. The atmospheres never. are amazing. Uh, big, you know, the top players come out. You always have a surprise guy or two uh, that make big plays. Tuna, I just kind of want to get your thoughts on, uh, and by the way, sorry about your Dodgers, but uh, hmm. I, I kind of wanted to get... Uh, I could do a whole nother podcast just on that shit show. <laughs> I kind of want to get your thoughts on how the playoffs have played out so far, the teams that are still left, and uh, uh, how you felt about it so far. I think the surprising team out of all this is Arizona. Um, they're the team that I didn't see in there. Obviously, we knew Texas and Houston were wagons, and the big matchup that everybody wanted to see happened – with the Phillies and the Braves, uh, two juggernauts going at it, uh, two division rivals that know each other well. The Phillies have hit a stride that looks like they can't be beat in this series. It's amazing, isn't it? Uh, they have hit peak all cylinders at at one time, and it's, it's going right now. They're absolutely embarrassing Arizona right now. Uh, that lineup from top to bottom, it's there's no way to pitch around it. All those guys are are, are playing out of their mind. Uh, Schwarber, what last night he tied um, Reggie Jackson as the most home runs in the postseason by a left-hander. Now, I know that's a weird sounding stat, but that's it's a crazy stat when you think about how long baseball's been going on. And didn't um, he tie the uh, the most home runs ever in the championship series with? Uh, Oh, I don't know that he may have. I believe he did. I believe it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably just from last year and this year, like what he's been doing. Well, uh, and when, when, yeah. when he was with the Cubs. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, shout out to former Indiana Hoosier. Kyle he was with Schwarber. the Red Sox also, too, weren't, wasn't he? When they, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah of that's course a, that's he was. One. Um, yep. Well, what's funny about Schwarber, and, and I mentioned it last night, like he hit 197 on the season. Um and for whatever reason, and maybe I'm just too dumb to understand this, but they have him batting leadoff, and it makes no sense to me. And I've trying to, been trying to understand it. Um, either way, it seems to be working. Don't change that lineup one yep. bit right now. There was there was some analytics somewhere that said that was the best place to put him. And so, by God, that's what they did. And, you know, it is interesting. He's one of those – he's a classic feast or famine guy. He either hits a home run or he strikes out. And He's the uh, East Coast Max Muncy. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, they're the same player. But man, when he is clutch in big moments, mm -hmm. and when he gets on a roll, he really gets on a roll, and uh, he puts a swing on the ball, and uh, it goes a long way. <laughs> That's what he does well. <laughs> and uh, and then we go over to the American League. Uh, this championship series has the making to be something amazing. Um, Texas. Tonight, actually, Max Scherzer is on the bump. So that's a big thing that we get to see him making his first appearance in this postseason. And he's been out for a while. Uh, and I think Texas has kind of become America's team because everybody collectively hates the Houston Astros. Do you guys by any chance know one Houston Astro fan in your life? I do. Oh, well, screw that guy. Um, 
he was at the game the other night. There's not many. There's no. not many. I, I mean, think, everyone, uh, if you go out and watch the game yeah. with everyone, they're I mean, like, anyone but the Astros. Yeah, and, like, they all, even after the 2017, like, I think Astro fans just kind of stopped wearing their gear. They're just kind of embarrassed to be Astro fans. Last year, they won the won the World Series, and, and, and nobody cared. Not one person cared. What what we got going on over there? Uh, Jody just had an interesting stat that uh, this is Phillies have hit thirteen. Are you saying they've hit thirteen straight solo shots in the postseason? Thirteen straight solo home runs in the postseason. Hmm. MLB record. Well, maybe they need to get some people on base. Maybe if you don't have a one ninety seven <laughs> hitter in your leadoff spot, you can get some guys on base. So I I don't know. There's something there, but um, no. This series I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun, and and I can't I, honestly a World Series with the Rangers and the Phillies has the makings to be one of the best World Series that we've seen because they can they can go at each other oh, offensively. Man. Yeah, that'd be and that it, will be so fun. fun. Like if you're not even a baseball fan, I bet that could like reel in some fans just by watching that because it's going to be a lot of runs scored in that one. And I know if you know. The TV guys want the want the big markets and everything like that. But I like to see fresh blood, new new teams in there, new guys that are, you know, introduced to the nation on a on a big time level. And I would love the Rangers because they are they got a bunch of really fun guys to watch. And I, I got to admit, I did not watch probably any Rangers baseball this year, but I've enjoyed the hell out of watching them play in the playoffs yeah they're a fun team they're um they keep you on your heels too they're like a a better arizona diamondbacks team like they, they kind of have that same style but um i don't know if the rangers have the pitching to do it maybe max scherzer really shores it up uh so we'll see i don't, I don't know i'm uh i think the phillies are a wagon and uh not to toot my own horn but i believe it was right after the world baseball classic i told everyone to go put a futures bet on this podcast, on the Philadelphia Phillies. And if you took my advice that day, uh, yes, we're about to get paid. Yes. <laughs> Somehow I had a future on the Diamondbacks <laughs> from the All-Star break. So uh, that would be a nice $270 cash-in. But you know what? If it doesn't happen, the Phillies will be a absolute blast, uh, looking like they possibly could play the Rangers. As you said, that'll be... That'll be must watch as it always is. Yeah, and um speaking of must watch, uh I wanna just jump back into college football for just a minute and talk about my beloved Washington Huskies. Um they scraped out a win against Arizona, who's playing everybody tough, by the way. That they are. But then on Saturday afternoon uh they played Oregon in an instant classic you know come down to the literally the last play of the game Mike Penix has his Heisman moment not once but twice bringing him back from the brink uh and I was hap- I was telling the guys before we got on the air I was in the car listening to the Washington radio broadcast and Shout out to whoever those guys are <clears throat> because it was fantastic. It was a fantastic listen. 
And, uh, I mean, I was living and dying with every play like I went to college there. I was, it was so much fun. They are, and they are a tremendously likable team. In the post-game interviews, it was one after another, after another, after another guy, players and coaches that were just so much fun to listen to. Um, you can't have a better environment than what they have there. No, it's, we, we, we've already talked about the campus game day being there. It's freaking gorgeous. Uh, we, we've got to make a road trip there sometime. I know it's so damn far away. The but. idea of cell gating sounds wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, Did you all watch the game day that morning? I, with, uh, absolutely. Dude, it was really cool. I, made, I, I DVR'd it because I knew when they were going there that just watching it with all those big evergreens and it's so cool. Man, it's just beautiful. And not to toot my own horn. What if, wait, I, let me ask you one more question yep. before you toot your horn. I can't wait for all this horn tooting. <laughs> uh, what, what is, the, is that the, is that like the, the hall? It's called something hall there. That looks like this big old school church where game day set up. What is that? Freddie. I've been a Washington fan for like six months. I, oh. I don't know the, what, the You know what I'm talking about? That big huge. <laughs> well, you can't miss it when you're watching game day. I mean, it's no, enormous. I, it's so cool looking right there. It looks like it's something from Italy or Spain. Yeah, no, it, it, it's just sitting right in the middle of everything. It is, it's, and they, they really featured that on game day. Yeah, it's I don't so know, cool. I, yeah, I don't know what that is. I was running around making chili, so... But I, uh, I was tooting my own horn, so I didn't see. There it. you go. Oh, you, I can untoot it real quick. Do you even have a horn to toot? I can untoot your horn. You got no horn. Talking about certain teams that you don't like. If you would have listened to me on this podcast <laughs> yes. before the season and put a futures bet on Mike Penix to win the Heisman Trophy. There you go. I got my Washington bet. FanDuel is, uh, after last week, is now trying to do the cash out, <laughs> which I loved to see. I also He's the a, overwhelming favorite right now. He right? is yeah. right now. I also had a futures bet on Washington to make the college football playoff. Now, things are rosy out there right now, but they've got some tough games coming down the stretch. We were talking about it off air. They still have to go. To Corvallis. Oh, yes. They have to play Southern Cal at Southern Cal. We all know what happens in Corvallis. (laughs) 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 Um, I love Freddy's chainsaw. It's going to be tough, but uh, I love it for them. I love it for uh, Coach DeBoer. I love it for Mike. Uh, It's really cool to see them you know, get the national spotlight uh, well-deserved, in my opinion. What did you guys think about that game? It was great, right? Yeah. Oh, it was unbelievable. I mean, Oregon should not be hanging their heads at all. They no. dropped one they, spot. They, 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 yeah, they missed you know. a field goal. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, what What else can you say? Uh, and also, I mean, we, we talk a lot about Mike Penix here, but Bo Nix, from what he was at Auburn to what he has grown into – I mean, he is he's really an impressive quarterback. Oh, man, it, yeah. He played great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In T- about as tough an, as an environment as you could play in. Tuna, should we come clean with Travis? Oh, yeah. Both of us bet the hell out of Oregon. 
We've been waiting to tell you, dude. We were we watched the game. Tuna came over early. Tuna came over early. I love it. And we watched the game. And uh, Travis was obviously on the beach. And uh, Matt and I are like, thank God Travis in here. He'd kill us if he knew we were pulling. Come on, Oregon. We were pulling for uh, I was all in on him. I was like, ah, there's the, their defense is, is going to be They're a, making a, a comeback. They're making and, a comeback. Yep. So. You know what? Just so you know, uh, and I had a nice bet on that game. I pushed. Didn't lose nothing. So it was great. And I won with them on my teaser. So it all turned out great. And, Jody, I'd like to appreciate you for taking the side of the good guys, taking Washington <laughs> and the over, and uh, listening to the host and moderator and hopefully lining your pockets a little bit with some of that sweet husky money. Hey, you know what? In, 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 in all honesty and, and truth, l- let me tell you something. I looked on the call, I looked on all the games. Who's the best team getting points tonight, today? And it was Oregon. And I'm like, you know what? I know Washington has a good defense that gets overrated a little bit, and I know they get in that pack to run and gun, or I mean throw and gun, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just saying that I did veer that direction. And Washington, you know, I know their defenses did. That that was not going to be a – no matter how good their defenses are, it wasn't going to be a defensive battle. I've got that it was, Arizona game stuck in my head. Wasn't it out there that they barely won that on like a 10 o'clock game by seven points? Washington? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Arizona. That, that was just stuck in my head. I think that's when that quarterback for Arizona that. started playing that guy. Yeah. That he, and, and let me and tell you he's something. He's still playing. Arizona's defense – has been one of the best defenses in the country this year. Know. Yeah. Nobody knows it. Well, but their defense has been unbelievable. Well, they have a quarterback there that's throwing the ball around, and you know they just drummed Good. Washington State. I saw a stat uh, earlier today that, uh, and it's Washington and another. I don't remember who the other team is, but between the two teams, they had like in their last two games like 15 touchdown passes combined and against Arizona they threw two combined. Yeah, Arizona's playing well. I mean, um, they're they're one of them teams that can sneak up and and beat you at home. You know, they can they can when I was breaking that game down, I was giving Oregon's defense more credit. I was than, too. Than we both maybe, were. Yeah. We both were. And uh, you know, obviously it was it was one of one of those uh, throw throwing uh, just a total offensive slug or offensive fest, if you will. And let me tell you something: no one wants to play either of those teams. I don't think. I, I we'll, we'll come to find. We'll find out. Well, Penix just and the funny thing about him and listening to the Washington announcers, even there was that lull in the third quarter where. Uh, Oregon made their big comeback and took the lead. And the announcers said, you know, this is really the first time since Penix has been here that he looks a little flustered in the pocket and he's getting happy feet and he missed some throws. And then when it was crunch time and it was time, you know, it was time to make the plays, he made every play down. And and it's not just him. I mean, he has his receivers on the outside are dynamite. The running game was very good. 
The defense makes just enough plays. Like You have an offense like that. You don't have to have a great defense. You have to have a defense that can get off the field on third on third and longs a couple of times. And, uh, you know, so I just... I've got a hypothetical here. Yep. What do you two boys think about the Pac-12 getting two teams into that 14 playoff? Mm, I heard them talking about that last night on the first i cannot ESPN. wait to hear what fred has to say about this freddie well I, I i'll be honest with you we've been talking or as i always say i am honest uh <laughs> that that our uh <laughs> that, that look look the the pack two is deep okay there are gonna come some teams that can beat you on any given day and i'm even t- throwing and i'm not saying washington plays ucla but ucla Arizona, uh, Oregon State. I mean, there Washington State is still is hedging the wrong direction, but there are teams that Boy, can do that. Boy, the wheels fell off of there. Utah? They did. How about Utah, Utah with a good defense. They are are uh, in a nutshell doing what everyone normally says. They're a quarterback the, away the from SEC being a good football team. Yeah, no, right. I mean, really, we, we right. say this every week. I right. feel like yep. there's two consistent you'll hear on the Blockout Podcast. UK can't catch footballs. Utah ain't got a quarterback. <laughs> I, I don't like. It, it always I mean, you comes got back USC home. in there too. I mean, and USC's one of them. I mean, you know, they got drummed by Notre Dame, uh, but and we know that they don't have a defense. Uh, but they are a team. If we're if you're gonna do an air raid. And you're going to go toe-to-toe with us in the Pac-2? USC's going to be right there with them. You know what I'm saying? If you want to get into an air raid competition. No, they're a team that nobody wants to play right. because you know that you're going right. to have to run your but ass But if USC off. plays Georgia, they're going to get drummed because of their defense. That's just how it is. I'm not quite sure if USC could score on Iowa. Hmm. I mean, Iowa has a great defense. I think the amazing thing about that would be could USC's defense stop Iowa? <laughs> yes, they could. I'm not so Iowa sure. doesn't have an offense. They don't get on the bus. Now, let's give Iowa credit. They beat a good Wisconsin team this week uh, and, you know, held them to nothing and found ways to score points. That was a good well, win for them. They found ways to score I points. I know we're talking think, about Iowa, but... I think they had... If I'm not... because. I listened to a good majority of that game as well. I believe they had a field goal. It was nine to seven at ha- in the third quarter. I believe I they had a field goal. Yeah, a touchdown and a safety. Right, and you know that that under was thirty point one third or thirty and a half, and that is now broke the record of the lowest under that was Iowa Illinois last year. And they covered that under. And this game, they also covered it. They hammered it. And And guess what? Freddie had that under. And Wisconsin loses their starting quarterback. Right. For at least a few, or at least a week or two. Um, So we'll see where where they go. Fickle. Poor Tanner Mordecai. Yeah. Luke Fickle is, uh, you know, he's uh, putting his program together there. They're going to be. They're going to be fine. They're going to be good. Uh, but uh, Iowa Iowa is, as we have talked about on the show a few times, um, Kirk Ferentz's son, the offensive coordinator, has that contract stipulation 
where they're supposed to score, what is it, Tuna, like 24 points? 25. He needs to average 25 points a okay, game. Okay, 25 points a game. Now, my question is, what if they go 11-1? and one? Nope. Look, uh, this contract was put in place because they wanted a reason to fire him because he's Kirk French's son. And Kirk French is like, look, I'm going to give you an opportunity to keep your job. And even though Kirk French knows that's his son – like, I'm not saying he may keep a job with the Iowa football team, but okay. they'll bring in a replacement offensive Even coordinator. Even though they've lost their best two wide receivers and their tight end. They could go win injury. a national championship. If he it doesn't, doesn't matter. If he doesn't get that 25, you're out. Well, they better run the freaking score up <laughs> when well, they get an yeah, opportunity. Yeah, nah, right. he's done. He's out. It's, <laughs> it was an excuse to fire him because they knew that there was zero chance he'd ever average 25 points a game. Yeah. All right. Well, drop your can of corn. That's enough. About You're the Iowa. one that brought that up. I, I was, know. I know. I was having a debate I'm on whether it. the Pac-12 could get two teams well, into the playoff, and, and, and you just start talking no, about Iowa football. No, no, <laughs> You're no. You're a cornhead, no, man. No, I went right into the teams that can upset and knock each other out in the Pac-2, and you know what? That's not going to happen. And how'd Iowa come Guess up in what? that conversation? It's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay? I'm going to tell you right now. It's not going to happen. That's that's what my opinion is. I think it's more probable than not. Do you? I do. I think it's more probable than not that they get two in. And, and this, is I where, think the Big Ten can get two in over the Pac two. We could have a Pac two, Big Ten. It could be we an could. all Big Ten playoff. I, and look, I've like been an saying, all future and I'll Big still Ten tell playoff. you that the Big Ten, Washington, Oregon, I, and I'll still tell Penn you that State, Michigan. Aside from the top three in the Big Ten, everyone else is doo doo. I mean, do 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 do. Okay. Uh, and do, what do, I'm do. getting at is, is Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan is way more possible than I'm telling you. The Pac-12 is going to beat each other up. Uh, no one's gonna beat up those three teams in the in the uh, in the Big Ten. It's not gonna happen. Iowa's the only one that has any kind of shot, and, and Penn they State have no shot. And Penn State drummed them. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, and that I know that leads us into our game, but I have to get onto the game that screwed everybody and got everyone on the bad track for the weekend, the Friday game. Of prime time. Yeah, and... Uh, the, we got to talk about this Colorado game. I know it's been talked about, blah, blah, blah. I got to be honest with you, But we haven't Fred. done the pod in two weeks, so... We were... Um, I was watch. I watched the better part of the first half of that game. Um, I was in Florida. There were other things to do. I turned the game off. I went out onto the deck. I listened to some music. <laughs> Had a couple of pops, uh, came back. And typically, I would come back inside and go, oh, I wonder what's going on. That I didn't even look. I didn't even you look didn't at see the, Jerry Rice warming up. I didn't even look at the at the score on my phone. Oh, OK. And well, I, I, I wake up at like 530 the next morning. And, and I just wanted to know, oh, I wonder how how much Colorado won by? I wonder if they covered. I wonder how uh, Jerry's tease, uh, teaser and everything did. Yeah, I'm sure I was, they I'm, all crushed it. I was just curious, and I looked, and I my eyes were adjusting because I just woke up, and I said, "I think that says they lost." But I can't. I grabbed my readers, and I put them on, and I said, 
my God. And I just turned it off and went back no, to bed. Dude, and I said, I'm sure something. we'll talk about it oh later. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm, I kid you not, Joe Montana and Jerry Rice warmed up. They came in in the second half. And, I mean, I'm, I don't even know this receiver's name for Stanford. But he. Why would you? He had, I mean, I don't know, I'll tell you, you know, he had obviously 300 and something yards receiving, uh, 16 catches, three touchdowns, maybe four, uh, treated. Uh, Just another ACC who's your boy, superstar. Who's your boy for Colorado that everybody jocks? Hunter. Hunter. Treated him like a rented mule the whole game. Okay, now he him. now he did real good on offense, and obviously he had a lacerated liver, and he played three hundred snaps, <laughs> Dion, and uh, this guy even did the old catch over his helmet. I mean, we've all seen it; it was absolutely ridiculous. Okay, uh, one hundred and twenty-four snaps. So it was, but dude, it, it would let's be. I mean, it was the second. I don't know what happened. But they, I guess they were so, I also heard Shadur Sanders was doing some sort of uh, thing, uh, some social media thing at halftime for his, uh, for something. I mean, that's been talked about. There's on, all his, kind of, on his Twitter feed, yeah, there, was, there was somebody, and, there was, there was a link to buying Colorado merch. Now, whether he actually had his phone at his locker or whether he has somebody running his social media. He has somebody doing his social media for Sure him. he does. Yeah. So, like, that's what I thought. That's a, that's a non-story. That's, it's a total non-story. Anyway. The only account that he's on personally is probably some burner account, and he just follows a bunch of hot girls on there. <laughs> I mean, that, that's college kids. What they right. do. If you're any level of fame. Right. Like, you're well, not behind your real Twitter account. We all lost. The game was pathetic. Everybody hit on Fresno and Utah State, and then, bam, that happened. So, I uh, wish thanks I a lot. That got me off on a horrible set for the weekend, and I blame it all on Prime and his team. Now, they were ahead, what? It was 29 29 nothing? to nothing. Like, what happened? Why did they stop? Like, I, I get that. You know, Stanford got hot or whatever. Well, they they but, had a couple bonehead plays where Stanford got two touchdowns within, I mean, literally five minutes uh, in between commercial breaks, and after that, they started believing. And this receiver was already doing okay, and I don't know what they did, but they started really number twenty three, the other corner for Colorado. I mean, he got treated worse like a i guess a rented sheep uh i mean rent a rented go apparently you just rent sheets and treat them like shit but dude well i mean i'm what, just, you just saying yell at it i mean at one point dion was yelling at him uh his son on defense was yelling at him on the sidelines and it, all chaos ensued I've and heard two phrases tonight they just I got out shake. i wouldn't trust him with a 12 year old bud light can and like a rented sheep <laughs> he was treated like a rented sheep. I don't even know what's happening right now. Well, well only only on the Blockout Sports Pod will that's you right. get such hard-hitting analysis such <laughs> hey, as Hey, I'll that. tell you another team that I can't figure out now. We're getting into the Big 12 a little bit. I would love to hear this. <laughs> we, we haven't talked about the Big 12. Let's get in, and then we'll get into the games that are happening. But, uh, like, 
a team like get, help me out here, Tuna, like, like Kansas. Can you figure out Kansas at all? I know their quarterback. Yeah, didn't give play. me their quarterback. They're playing everybody tough, even without Jaden Daniels. Yeah, yeah. I can't figure out. Well, they're losing, but they're still playing tough. They gave Texas all they wanted. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that was a one score game with right. a backup quarterback. Right. Well, they lost last week too. Yeah, so. that was Oklahoma State. Yeah. Who's big? Hey, hot? I'm a man. I'm 60 is hot right now. Yeah, but he's hot at in Stillwater. Like, okay. let's see how he does going to face the mighty Mountaineers in Morgantown this okay. weekend. Okay. Okay. Which kind of interesting. Who choked too. I, yeah. You know, they choked to Houston. I, I, I see. I see. I'm a man. I'm 60 winning that. Is game. there a coach in football that's more West Virginia than Mike Gundy? <laughs> I bet he got, like he's probably been there like all week. He's had his team there like they're going yeah, to London. I know they one. get there the week Nick early. Saban. Eating little Caesars pizza every there. weekend. Yeah, Nick Saban's the most like he, non West Virginia. Well, he, he got grew out up there. He, he grew up and was like, I'm leaving this place as soon as I can. <laughs> Mike Gundy grew up on the other side of the map and he's like, I'm I'm going there. Well, I aside, go from, there. aside from Notre, and then U of L comes out and throws a bomb against Pitt. Obviously, Jordan did not play hardly in that game. He's got the injury Tuna talks about. Um, you should have took I mean, you could have taken all three of our running backs out of that game. And we still should have won that team. That Pittsburgh team's terrible. It was a yeah. it, it was, was a, a weird game. Raining. I, uh, I said this. Homecoming. I said the Plumbers coach did everything. Did I, he not? Yeah. So anyway, um, but yeah, we knew Plumber was going to cost us a game at some point. Uh, right. And that was the game. He can't cost us anymore. He's come close to costing us some, but uh, why couldn't he cost you the one up at Lucas Oil Stadium? <laughs> That came close, didn't it? <laughs> but that that wasn't his fault. Like that, no. I mean, that was a lot of things. That was a mess of a game. If you go back and you watch that game, like that was just a mess of a football game. Well, I will never watch that game again. But yeah, uh, it's probably one of the ugliest football games played this season. We were there, and I and I remember it being a mess. What? Uh, oh, man! <laughs> but this week. This week, it's there's not a ton of uh, what I would call marquee games, but we do have there's a, some really fun. We games. have a huge game in the Big Ten, a huge game in the Big Ten. James Franklin and Penn State uh, traveling to Columbus to take on Ohio State in basically an elimination game for the Big Ten East. I would say. I mean, oh, yeah. the loser of the loser of that game, more than likely, you could still have a three way tie up there, though. Maybe, but whoever wins that game has a super leg up. Mm, yeah, for sure. Um, Penn State has not beaten Ohio State. I think James Franklin is like one and eight, I believe, against Ohio State since he's been there. Um, this is, I think, his best team he's ever had there. And Ohio State, we think, is a little bit down. I think but, Ohio State is starting to get it together now. They've been playing really good football and I think, the last two weeks. You know, it's always extremely difficult to play and to win at Columbus. I think on paper, Penn State is a better football team. But... This is not a game that I would touch from a betting standpoint. 
Uh, oh, I'm touching it. I personally hope that Penn I've, State wins. I've, I've already but, bet it twice. But I there wouldn't touch it. Tell me what you think. I think Penn State wins this game. I do, too. Uh, I'm taking my I, – I got it at four, and I got it again at four and a half, and I took the money line. So, it's like I, I, I like this game a lot. I think it's a great matchup for Penn State. Uh, the scary part is it's in Columbus. Right. The best part about that is it's at noon. So we all know about the difference of noon home environments as opposed to right, uh, right. night games. But the uh, – I think the last time Ohio State did not play good at noon, did they lo- – who did they lose to in that tight game to a uh, – it was a big – it was a pack ten, pack 12 team that played them. Maybe it was Oregon. I think that was the last time that they – Lost on on like one of those twelve o'clock big big. Didn't games. they open the season against each other? I like think they did. They did. Yeah, yeah. Or something? yeah, and I know Ohio State, dude. Hey, they beat Notre Dame, who just drummed USC. That's a good win, man. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that Ohio State is a pretender at all. Hell, Michigan ain't played nobody yet, so we'll see. And you know how that goes. I don't want to get off kilter, but. Michigan plays all Kilter these bums, and then they come in, and then they, and then they come into the the playoff, and then they lose. And you know what? I think part of that is because they're not battle ridden. They're not, and uh, other teams are. So uh, battle ridden, battle ridden. That's a that's it's another. It's a new phrase new that I phrase. love. That's but, but you know new what phrase I, number three. You know what I'm saying though? Like, do you not think that uh, Michigan went through? Yes, they pl- they play that game at the end of the year. I get it, but then they come into that playoff, and are they truly ready for a big time team? Uh, and we'll see what happens, Harbaugh. Uh, but I know that Penn State and Ohio State will be will be because Ohio State's already played Notre Dame and now they got Penn State and I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I can't wait to see it. I do wish it was later in the day, but I'm I'm taking Penn State. You all know I picked them to win the Big Ten, so you know I'm all over them. I picked them giving forty one and a half over UMass. By God, I'm still on them this weekend. I have to go hedge my bets now. Because I hate it when we're on the same side. Yeah, well, Oregon hedge them up. Yeah, is that a word? Hedge? hedge. Is that your word? Hedge? No, it's it's an actual phrase. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard hedge. Maybe maybe seeing how your betting card went last week, you should learn to hedge. <laughs> <laughs> what are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won my teaser. Teasers, <laughs> teasers, gambling with training wheels. <laughs> hey, that's a, who cares. The money pays the same. Now, uh, so I'm not going to pick a winner of that game because I despise Ohio State, and uh, I really like James Franklin, uh, but I'm not betting against Ohio State in the the horseshoe. Um, So with that being said, what other matchups are we looking at this weekend that you have your eye on? Not doesn't have to be a, you know, marquee national game, but games that you think are of interest and would be fun. Well, uh, I mentioned you guys earlier one that I'm really looking forward to, which I'm probably the only person. We haven't even talked about this conference really, except for Louisville. So get into it. Is uh, Clemson and Miami? That's right. Two teams that both have to win. 
Um, it, it, it doesn't mean anything on the main national scale, but it could mean something for the ACC championship. Um, that's a big one. And is that then, a Camping uh, World Stadium? That's Camping World's in Orlando. <laughs> okay. I sure as hell hope not. <laughs> yeah. That, that's in Orlando. This is uh, this one's in Miami at Hard Rock Stadium, I believe. Or is it at Clemson? No, it's not at Clemson. It okay. Not at it's Clemson. in Miami. So, yeah. Well, who do you think is going to win that game? I don't know. I don't know who's going to win that game, and that's why I think I find it so intriguing because – What's the spread? It's a mess. I believe it's three, three and a half. Let me pull this up here. Um, I, I mean, but, yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, did you have Miami over North Carolina last week? Uh, he had <laughs> – I he, think he did. I did. I definitely did. <laughs> he I did. had Miami. There's that team that's undefeated. He, that had, Miami and, he had Miami in the points. Uh, Why did you bet against North Carolina, Tuna? Uh. Well, I know why. What did he I don't like him. Yeah, I don't like he don't like go. him, and he thought Miami was. <laughs> there's no way that they could come away with that. With that, and I hey, I'm with you. I kind of was thinking that in the back of my mind as well. That how can Miami have that debacle at the end of the uh, Georgia Tech game and and not come out firing and ready to go? I'm sorry, but screw North Carolina. And they're yeah, just you a don't like unlikable them. team. You don't like Chiswick. <laughs> no, I don't. I thought you liked Chiswick. No, I know you've you got don't a... like Mac Brown. <laughs> it's like it's, it's everybody's grandpa. It's not everybody's grandpa. Oh I, man, I like Mac Brown. Uh-huh. What well, do you know? What Tuna I don't like... like Florida State either. He don't like a lot of the ACC teams. I get it. I mean, I I get it. What I... if, what if Carolina and and uh, and Florida State got in? I like Miami. Did you think about that? But, uh... <laughs> I could care less. <laughs> you just hate on the AC. You're hating on the ACC. Yeah, I don't show up to games wearing ACC shirts. We've been I this. do, baby. To get back to Clemson, Miami, it's a three-point spread. Clemson is a three-point favorite at Miami. Right. So, I um, I like Clemson in that game. Yeah, I'm not going to bet it. Um, I wouldn't either. Home field advantage at Miami means absolutely nothing. No. That's uh, – No. It's a shame It's been that way for, for a long time. It's, it's a shame. been that way. It's like that. Those used to be some of the rowdiest environments. When you go back and watch those U documentaries, um, it, it was unmatched. But. Dude, when when the Orange Bowl was in Little Havana, <laughs> yep. I mean, <laughs> you want to talk about some rowdy environments? I mean, but yeah, Hard Rock is not the same. Uh, it's that ginormous building. They don't draw, but what they fill about half full and. Even when they're good, even when they have been good the, in the last 15 or so years. Yeah, nobody gives a damn down there. They just don't draw the way they used to, and it's kind of an antiseptic environment. And honestly, and, I think a majority of their fans aren't even living in Miami. They're just yeah, fans that grew that's right. up like, like in Miami and live all over the United States. I, uh, Utah Southern Cal will be an interesting game, I think. Uh, I think Utah... Uh, like y'all said, they don't have a quarterback, but we'll see what their defense can do. I think we all agree that USC should be all guns well, firing. It, it, it has to be a huge bounce back game for them. Right. They they looked horrible. And no, and no one agrees with me, but I think Bama's got a tough game, and I'm not saying that, but I think the toughest SEC game of the week is easily Alabama and Tennessee. Um, 
you know, it is at Bama. I get that. Uh, we did lose to them last year, in case anyone missed that. If that game so, was at Tennessee, I would give Tennessee okay. a, a fighter's chance. Right. Well, they are 5-1. and one. I don't give them a fighter's chance in this game. Okay. I just... I just don't, um, but I don't live and die with Alabama every week. Well, whether you live and die with them or not, it's still uh, one of the bigger games on the. Oh on no, the thing. It, uh, it's a huge CBS I mean, three thirty. Yeah, it's a it's I a mean, it's a national interest game to all time programs. Uh, I think Alabama's going to run them out of the building personally. Okay, well we'll see what happens. Um, we got our starting safety out, all American. He's not playing, and we're still a mess. So Kool Aid's not playing. No, oh, um, Malachi Moore. Malachi Moore's yep. out. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, dude, it is what it is. We're, we 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 can't throw to anybody. Our quarterback runs. We play good defense, and uh, we'll see what happens there. But Tennessee is the same type of team. Tennessee is a defensive team. They don't throw. And uh, they're a running team right now. I mean, who would have thought when you look, who would have thought in the SEC that Kentucky would not be able to catch balls, that Tennessee wouldn't be throwing the football, that Alabama has a horrible offensive line. That's what I was thinking about my Halloween costume. There's so many weird. I was going to put a trash bag on and just call myself an Alabama offensive lineman. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Well, you could also put the record that you're five and one on the back of your uh, jersey and say that you're. I don't think anybody looks at the back. You're doing well. Um, But see, that's the thing about Fred. He'll he he can doll. It's like, you know. I can make fun of my brother, but you can't make well, wait, fun of my brother. Did I say because... that you were putting a garbage bag over you and being an offensive lineman? No, but you just said, we're a mess. We can't throw to anybody. Uh, but we, we are 5-1. We, we probably can't win any more games. But wait, don't don't talk no. about us because we are 5-1. Well, by dude, God. if you watch Alabama, they're a mess. They're like watching LSU. We already talked about it. They're up and down. It's like a, a pinball machine during the game. So you never know who's going to win. But when y'all tell me that we're just going to go in there and drum somebody, you ain't been watching Alabama this year because we ain't drum nobody. So I'm just telling you. I can't I mean, wait. I can't wait to revisit uh, this next mm, week. It's gonna be fun. We may. Oh, uh, yeah. We may start the show off with the Alabama fight song. For God's sakes. <laughs> I may oh, I'll see bring it. my rammer jammer. I may I mean, see if, you, if I can get if, if Eli Gold on. If we're dogging everybody's on teams, I'll. Bring, you know, I mean, damn. I just, you Dogging know. everybody's teams. You just dogged your own team well, for 10 I minutes. Did, and then, you know, I was I agreeing with you about I, their offensive line. I mean, I'm, you know, God. You just I, said we have a horrible I, I'm offensive a, I'm line. A, I'm a, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for Florida State. I want them to win it all. I think Florida State is a team that no one's talking about. Jeff Wilson's back. See, those Getting two wide healthy. receivers are a nightmare to cover. They're going to be tough. You saw the greatest catch of the year. It wasn't yeah. Stanford. It was your boy that transferred from Michigan State Coleman. that caught it with one hand in the air and wrapped it in. I think Florida State's going to be uh, that defensive a front lot to handle. is dirty. They they get off the ball real well. And I don't even know who they're playing this week. Are they on a bye? They no, have they're playing Duke, Duke this week. That's the game we need to talk about. 
I know Tuna don't like talking about the ACC, but no, he does like Duke. I like look. I like Duke with Riley Leonard, and it's a shame he may play, he may not. We don't know what we're going to get with him. Uh, Duke's been playing tough without him, but I think if you put Riley Leonard in this game, this is a competitive. Duke's a damn good football team. Yeah, they're they good played defense. everybody nails, tough as nails. Um, Notre Dame got all they wanted with a backup quarterback down at Duke. Yep, it's um. So I don't know. I they know, really should have lost that game. Yeah, they really should have. That I don't even. That's a wild game to go back and watch the last five minutes of that one. But but what we need to happen in that game is for it to be extremely physical. Um, Florida State to just rough up their players enough to where they're a little banged up next week. So when Duke comes here to play Louisville, they're kind of limping and licking their wounds a bit. That's what it is. I think I'm figuring it out now. What? You did Louisville's now what what are y'all? Five and one, six and one? Five and one. Five and one. I can't wait to hear what you think he's and, figured and, out. Well, I'm figured out that you you're you he's all, cracked the code. You're yeah. in it. You know he's what? Tuna is in it to win it. Remember we talked about this three podcasts ago. In it to win it. You, what am I in to win? Well, you're you're right now you're hating on every ACC team because you have to. Now you're trying to get up there to the championship game. I no, wouldn't like any no, of wait, them either. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was my point exactly. When you have a good team, you want everybody else yeah, to suck. Exactly. But you do but want to well, wait, 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 wait. I need wait, wait. to pull for them all. Wait, wait. Do you oh you want so you want to play an 0 and six, uh, 0 and 5 team yes. and beat them and drum them? Absolutely. Yes. Boy, that's really going to help you. I don't care. That's really going to help you. I don't you. care. Okay. I know we're not winning a national championship, but well, it would be you nice. you thought you were when you if you would have beat Pitt, you might be thinking no, about it. National championships never in the picture. When you beat IU by one score, you know for a fact deep in your gut you're not going to win a national hey, championship. Hey, IU just took I'm a, sorry just, for the ricochet. Shot. I mean, we just whoa. That was, we that was uncalled for. Right they did there. just jump in the uh, bottom twenty-five <laughs> of uh, Division I'm One. I'm sorry, Travis. Uh, I had to use you as an example. <laughs> hey, uh, but the reality is that we could legitimately win an ACC. Yes, for sure. And if you win that. You have a chance to move up with the committee. Oh yeah, the committee well, would never put us in anyway. Well, uh, uh, this is all hypothetical. No, it's it's you lose to Pittsburgh. You're not getting in the I'm final four. I'm saying if you wouldn't have lost to Pittsburgh. Oh, if you're undefeated and they would have had to punch each other in and the face and say, we've got another TCU and we got to do this shit. And they put us in there. He and don't get, seem happy about we'd that. We'd get run. <laughs> but, like, I, I mean, I honestly, what we have no business in the in the playoff. Like, what are we going to do in the playoff? We're going to get embarrassed. Say, but, what if, but what happens is you may not have no business in it, but if you were to have beat Pitt and keep going on and you – Get in that SC, that ACC championship game, and you're everyone's fired up. The stadiums, like you're saying, and da da, da and you were to win that game. I'm, mm. I know it's hypothetical, but you but would be you have excited. Not, you have not you cracked a code because there are some ACC teams that I really dislike, but there's a lot that I like and pull for. I like NC State. I like Syracuse, and you like Virginia. I like Virginia Tech, but they're terrible. Okay, okay. North Carolina, there's just something about that school, their colors, their coach, their quarterback, everything. It makes me want to vomit. Roy Williams. And then Florida State has a Louisville transfer as their quarterback that wasn't good enough to hack it here, and all of a sudden he's a Heisman finalist. 
Like, what is this about? Uh, yeah, come on, let it out, baby. No, I'm just saying, that's, <laughs> there's no code to crack about I'm why I dislike you. ACC teams. Okay, well, you don't like Florida State either. Well, you don't like Texas A&M. No, I don't. Okay, why do you hate SEC schools? Johnny Manziel, that's why. But but I'm just saying, Florida State is a good team, and they do have a chance to possibly make it. And I think, and what I'm looking for is for Florida State. I'm looking for an ACC team to get in there. I'm looking for an SEC team to get in there. I'm looking for a Pac-2 team to get in there. And don't forget, we haven't mentioned Oklahoma, who is moving, shooting up the uh, uh, up the Big Twelve uh, and up into the top five. You know, I'm not saying that they're a team that really deserves to be up there, but wouldn't it be cool if there were four teams from different conferences? Like all four. I know I know we're talking about two here. Yeah, I'd like to have two a, there, a two Big 12 here. team, so Oklahoma, Florida State, and then two from the Pac-12. That's what I, I think that that's okay. what America wants. Okay. And you're talking about who? Who what? Washington and Oregon. Yeah, that would be the two. Okay. So like if if both of them ran the table, that's they not met happen. they met in the Pac-12 championship game and Oregon wins. Oregon wins. Yeah. So they don't do the East. There's no more North South in no, Pac-12. So no. it's all okay. So SEC right now is the only one that still has divisions in their conference. Uh, right. The Big Ten does. Oh, okay, but that's going away Two, next that's year. That's going next away next year. year. Oh yeah, because the Big Ten championship game is going to be trash. That's, oh. oh yeah. Well yeah. When has that not been trash? Yeah, luckily, it's always trash. <laughs> luckily, that's the last year for that. <laughs> it's always trash. Like we could actually have some years where like. You have Michigan and Ohio State play each other last game of the year, and then they turn around and play each other again in the Big Ten championship game. Of course, the chances for that are much less now that we've got mm-hmm. Oregon and Washington and all those other teams yeah, coming I in. Yeah, I think recruiting out there out west is going to die as soon as they get in the Big Ten because they're going to have to convince these kids how much travel they're going to have to do. Be like, guess what? Next week, boys, we're flying to Rutgers. And like some kids may go out there, and then they're going to end up transferring real quick. Well, aren't the guys at Michigan going to do the same thing? Yeah, but there's only, what, four teams out there, and it's probably – it's not going to be as much. as and the, the West Coast teams are going to have to travel more than the Midwest teams. You, you don't think that uh, they just take a picture of that stadium at Washington and go, <laughs> this is what it looks like in November here. Well, it's looked and, like that for years, and Washington hadn't exactly been world beaters. Well, but now but now they are. Mm. No, well, now, and let's see what happens after Penix leaves and if they can continue that streak. Does Penix, have, an, does Penix have another year? Uh, <laughs> dude. I'm joking because he's been in college yeah, for like yeah. nine years. Yeah. Uh, I have full faith in him. He was at IU in 96, I believe. He'll be <laughs> heading to the NFL. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of interesting. I guess it's be. I mean, he obviously – has had two significant knee injuries, and he hurt his shoulder uh, one year. But, man, I was looking at the mock drafts, the NFL mock drafts, and not seeing him anywhere on the board in the first couple of rounds. And I, I, Is it because of the injuries? I'm, I'm, I'm totally biased think that he's – he obviously has every arm talent thing that you want out of a quarterback he has the leadership qualities you want out of a quarterback i think trying to figure out how nfl scouts rank quarterback prospects is like trying to play 3d chess 
Like I don't I don't understand. It makes no sense I don't to me. Either. Like like they'll just pull guys out of obscurity and be like, "This is the number one ranked quarterback in the class." We seen it with Will Levis last well, year. I was just Carson about, to, Wentz. I was just about yeah. to say, put Will Levis and Mike Penix, you know, put their highlight tapes together, put their stats together, and one guy is projected as being this great, you know, he's got a ceiling, it's unbelievable, and the other guy can't even sniff the third round? Yeah, makes no sense to me. We need to get Mel Kuyper on and here. Then you get Dodd, Dodd. A guy like Brock Purdy, Dodd. who was Mr. Irrelevant, and he was yes. the last pick taken there in There you go. I like, yeah, exactly. I think uh, it's all about, I think a lot of these quarterbacks can play, whether you're the, the top-ranked NFL quarterback or the, you know, 20th. The thing is, is opportunity that you're going to get. Yeah. Um, and then what you do with that opportunity. True. Yeah. Uh, who was the Who was the kid that went to Denver? A uh, couple kids that From went Missouri. to Denver that just they're gone. They're they're Pax. Oh, that was the kid from Memphis, Paxton Lynch. Paxton yeah. Lynch gone and never um, heard of again. Uh, and of course, know. we had the unfortunate news this week that uh, Anthony Richardson is having season-ending in- surgery on his shoulder, yeah. uh, which is. You know, I'm glad that the Colts are doing whatever they have to do. That they weren't gonna, they weren't going anywhere this year, no matter what. Uh, but it's unfortunate for a guy like that who I do think has a lot of talent, but can only get better by playing. It's unfortunate that he has to end his season the way that he did. But talking NFL, um, this past week was kind of the. Uh, week of the upsets out of nowhere right um i just think that's the nfl man like it, it's just insane it is it's a it's the most week-to-week thing in all of sports uh that's why it's difficult to bet that's why i typically only live bet those games yeah i'll throw some <laughs> player props here and there but other than that i just I, I i can't bet it i don't know understand how the nfl look this is a this is a league with what the um, strictest salary cap that there is, and I think you have the most parity throughout the league, and it's because of that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I don't know what people think of that. I'd like to see other leagues take notice of that. So, and um, Jody, I see what you said up there uh, about Penix being thin. You should have seen him when he first got the IU. He's he weighs. I, I'm not kidding. I bet he I bet he weighs 40 pounds more now than he did when he came to Indiana. If I had to guess, and he is a lefty. I get that. True. And uh, but it has to be. He's had three season-ending injuries in his career. But man, when he's healthy, he is dynamite. I'm just gonna rename this podcast the Michael Penix Appreciation Society. I think. From here on out, if I don't have any objections. Is it pronounced Penix or Penix? We just ordered shirts, though. It's Penix. Okay, I wasn't sure. So the Eagles lose. The Niners lose. The Niners lose. And what is the what 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 is the big matchup? Uh, the there's like three good matchups this week. I'm trying to think. I mean, 
You know who has the number one defense in the NFL right now? The Cleveland Browns. Well, yeah, they've been dominant. And they are playing well. Um, I, I'm, I mean, they still have losses as we're talking about. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter. The 49ers have a great offense and defense. They're still going to lose. Uh, McCaffrey's, you get someone like McCaffrey banged up, you may lose a couple games. Um, the Eagles, you know, they've got a, a few injuries. I don't know, Devontae Smith's not, and he didn't, he seems like he's dropping a lot of balls. Uh, Jay, I mean, yeah, didn't Donovan McNabb call him out on the radio the other yeah, day? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, Said he's turned into a diva? He kind of has. I don't know what the deal is with No, that, that. was a, A.J. Brown, not Devontae. A.J.? A.J. was complaining about not getting the ball as much, and then Devontae's dropping the balls. It's, I don't know. The Eagles got a lot of pros up there, man, a lot of veterans. They'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm not, they, I'm not they worried about them. They're, they're, they're fine. Buffalo. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. No, we, you say there's there's big matchups coming this week. You have the Dolphins and the Eagles this Dolphins, week. Which Eagles, that, that's going to be a yes. fun game, and that's a and night game. The um, game that I may be looking forward to more than any is the Lions at Baltimore. Yes, yes. I think that's a, a I think that's game. a fascinating matchup. Do you? I think Detroit has this one in the bag, but again, it's the NFL, and I have no idea. Ravens are reeling right now. I don't I don't understand this team. You talk about receivers that can't catch. Yeah, uh, yeah. None of those guys at Baltimore are, are worth a crap. Um, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Lamar looks not good. I, I don't think he's looked very good at all this season. So I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens there. Like I said, we it's a week to week league. Lamar may come out, throw for three hundred, run for a hundred, and beat the Lions by fifteen. It's crazy. Points. Jared I, Goff's I, playing some good football. Jared Goff is a he's a good solid quarterback, and they I don't know what the running back situation is this weekend for Detroit. I think um, Gibbs is still banged up, and I think yeah. Montgomery's pretty banged up. So but yeah, guess, was it Charles Reynolds or something like that? It's their yes. third stringer. I don't even know who that is. So it sounds like a tax attorney. There's a couple. Um, Rams have uh, all their running backs are banged up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's another thing. We're into like how many games in now, and everyone's getting got injured players. Um, well, hell, Julio just got signed. <laughs> what about that, <laughs> yeah, dude? Yeah. That's a little weird, isn't it? Julio and, Jones. Uh, Another that. thing happened Come today. off the fishing boat, dude. Miko Hardman just got yes. traded back to Kansas City. Miko Hardman's back to Kansas City. They've got uh, a nice division matchup with the Chargers this dude, week. Dude, I, like I, I like that matchup because the Chargers – I mean, their defense is not good, but they can throw that ball around. Well, I don't understand why that defense is not good because that is a very talented defense. Coaching, I, yeah, well, yeah. coaching. <laughs> That's what I said. Another Monday thing night. we talk about yeah. constantly on this program: coaching. <laughs> uh, this yeah. Brandon State, twenty eighth in in the league right now. Chargers D. This weekend, total D. NFL slate is not exactly uh, covering itself in glory. I. Detroit Baltimore is interesting to me. Um, it's probably the best one o'clock game. Yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, it is. <laughs> As I look at the schedule, mm-hmm. it is the best one o'clock game by a lot. Yeah, uh, Bengals Cowboys Jets Pittsburgh Pittsburgh and uh, the Rams could be interesting. Pittsburgh coming off of a bye week. Right, the Rams right. are feisty. I don't really know what's going to happen there. So, I don't uh, know. Then Kansas you got Chiefs City, Chargers at four. Yeah, nah. 
But nine o'clock really or eight twenty that night is the big game. That's Dolphins the game. Eagles. I mean, the Dolphins and the Eagles. I think Monday night's going to be a fun game. 49ers, Minnesota. Minnesota's been game. real and bounced back from them. Oh, God. Poor week to be Kirk Cousins. Luckily, they're at home, though. That I hope could he's help mic'd up. a little. I hope he's mic'd up and they just play the entire sound. Ugh! That's what you're going to hear all game. That was a pretty good impression. Yeah, that, was that, my sounded Kirk just, that sounded just like him on the uh, on the quarterbacks program. Um, Cowboys still can't score. I mean, they did they did they did better Monday night, uh, but uh, you know, I, I just it, dude, it's so hard to talk about the NFL because you're right. It, it, you can talk about one team, and the next week they're down, and then back up, and then back down, and then back up. There's like there's no huge feel good story like, or not even a feel good story, just a story like Miami Dolphins. Yes, they scored seventy. They're they're a good. The Detroit Lions is Detroit a, is Lions a, a feel good is story. a feel good That's, story. Yep. But but other but than you know that, what? it's In like three injuries. weeks from now it could be all over. For I them. know it could, dude. It's just so hard to talk about some of these teams. I mean, uh, I think the Colts are doing better than I thought they would this year. It's Gardner Minshew time. Yeah, he's. (laughs) And I think the Titans are doing worse than I thought they would this year. I I thought that they would be a little bit better. The Browns are are up there. Uh, Tampa Bay is still playing solid. Yeah. As long as Deshaun Watson stays out, yeah. sits on the sideline, I'll root like hell for him. But yeah. It seems like Jacksonville's starting to purr back a little bit after a couple missteps. I, I have no idea what Jacksonville is. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, what they are is the most competent ETN's team. ETN's having a pretty good year, though. I think they're turning into the Chargers before our very eyes. They're the most competent team in a – in a division of incompetence is what they are. Maybe. I, I think Houston has shown a lot of competence. Houston like, is actually. Yes. Yeah. Is actually, there you go. There you go. Now, this past week. And they're not even running the ball good. It's it's mostly Stroud. This past throwing. week makes three, makes three really weeks yeah, in a row. Defense and defense. Makes three weeks in a row that I've won money betting on Houston and won a decent amount of money betting on Houston. Um, so I I was remiss in saying that because Houston has been a fun team to watch. They're develop- And you want to talk about a team that everybody thought was literally tanking. Yeah. Everybody thought they were going to tank this year the on The conversation purpose. was they're going to spend one year to know if they got something in Stroud and go right to Caleb Williams. That's right. Yeah. And they found out they have something in Stroud and they have something in their coach. And they're not getting a top five, six pick. Nope. Dude, they're utilizing all kinds of receivers too. Speaking of tanking, Tank, tank Dell. Dell. Love that. Coming, yeah. He's injured yeah. right now, but he's coming back and, and Nico Collins and uh some of these. Nico's been a guys. breakout waiting to happen. Dude, huge there. man. I mean, uh Pierce isn't even playing that great. Mm-hmm. They're getting ready to put uh single uh what is his name? Devin Singletary. Mm-hmm. He, they're starting to use him more and more. 
Uh, but somehow, but you're right. It is their defense and Stroud and the coaching, and I think that is keeping them. Jamico Ryan's is not making time management mistakes from a first year head coach. Yeah. He's yeah. probably great called job. some of the most solid games. Right, front good defense. call, Tuna, because he is. You're and, right. I mean, you've seen guys that's been in the NFL like Mike McCarthy for a oh, hundred years, <laughs> and he doesn't started. know what the hell's going Dude, on. He really doesn't. I mean, I, I, I just don't can't. get Freddie started on no, Mike McCarthy. But, uh, we'll be here for another hour and a half. Well, yeah. Now, uh, with all that, do you guys have any other thoughts about the NFL? It's no. fantastic. It, it, it's it's great. All right. Um, <laughs> it's hard to bet. With that being said, I want to uh, get started tonight with our picks for the for this coming week. Our three picks per person and our lock of the week, which uh, our locks of the week have not been great. Uh, but I feel like we're on the on the come up, as they say. And I feel like uh, you, you guys keep dragging me down with you all saying like our, our picks haven't been great. I think last week was my worst week, right? Well, okay. Me too, honestly. I've I went three and zero, oh, one and two. Well, there's no doubt two Fred is one, bringing down our two. Our, we we our need average. to add them all up. He's, at bring, some he's, point. he's ruining our batting. Average, we haven't right? added them all up. We need yeah. to sometime add them all. I'm up. I'm not sure you want us to do that, up. Fred. Well, I, I'm not saying I want to see it, <laughs> but at I'm some kidding. point we need to. We'll add them up. That way we can get a little momentum going. If when we'll you start see, a tracker. Yes, Joey's going to start a tracker. All right, Tuna, your uh, picks, your three picks, and your lock of the week. This is such an easy week for betting. Such an easy week for betting. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Uh, We're doing Ole Miss at Auburn, minus six and a half. Auburn cannot keep up with them. They're going to try to run the ball and try to run the ball like they did against Georgia. It's not going to happen. Ole Miss That's is a gonna, night game, 7 o'clock. I know it's Jordan, Jordan Hare. Hare. I'm not worried about okay. it. Okay. They're like going it. all in. Memphis, minus 6.5 over a reeling UAB team that is banged up. I like it. Arkansas, minus 5 at home against Mississippi State. I don't think anything needs to be said about Mississippi State that hasn't already been said. And uh, which one was your lock again? Lock is Memphis over UA- UAB. Okay. Fred. Uh, I'm going with, uh, in a fantastic, uh, I'm going Air Force at home or uh, on the road versus Navy. I know Tuna doesn't like that. Giving 12 Air Forces in the top five in the country in total offense and total defense. Ten and a half now. Uh, I like San Diego State at home against a horrendous Nevada team, giving 14. Um, I like Rutgers coming off a Michigan State win at IU, giving, uh, I think it's six now. I like that, too. I was just being nice to Travis. There you go. Oh, you don't have to be nice to me because – my lock of the week <laughs> and my lock of the season and my lock of the millennium is Rutgers to cover whatever the spread is. I don't <laughs> care how much it is. I like Rutgers to beat Indiana by at least two touchdowns. Uh, I am taking Georgia Tech 
Minus four and a half. I like that. Against Boston College, who's one of the worst power Georgia five teams Georgia Tech, of all uh, times. I have a future on them. And they need one more win. Oh, I got you. One more win. I was like, what was the future? One more win. And I like Iowa minus minus three and a half against Minnesota. I have them down. I like that. Uh, Those are my three. I love it, Travis. uh, With uh, Rutgers being, and, you know, my locks haven't been great, so maybe a little bit of uh, reverse psychology, but I do think that Rutgers is just going to dog walk Indiana, unfortunately. Uh, now, I have a little bonus parlay here for our loyal listeners. I like to call this one the tuna special. You're going to get it one week and one week only. Please. Oh. This is a three-team money line parlay that is paying plus 185 to bet it. Um, Arkansas to win outright. Alabama to win outright. And Iowa to win outright at plus 185. I like it. Um, I like that. I do. Yeah. Colin, write that down. Colin, mm-hmm. tuna special baby is taking BYU plus four and a half. Ooh, they're kind of hurting. Baylor plus three and a half, and the Raiders minus three. Okay. Uh, Jody on the whiteboard is taking Air Force minus ten and a half. We all love Air Force. Great, oh, great team. Ohio, is that Ohio University, Oxford? Yes. Uh, Ohio, uh, Athens. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Athens, uh, Miami of Ohio is in Oxford, of course. Uh, he's taking Ohio over fifty-three. Whoever they're playing, God knows who. And uh, his lock, Western Michigan Tuna's team is Liberty. <laughs> Liberty, Liber- plus one and a half. Liberty six and zero. Oh. Liberty. <laughs> Who is Liberty playing? Are they uh, six and five and one? Western. Liberty. Who? Well, no wait. That Didn't can't they just be play right. Last night, because yeah. Western played last night. No. They both played last night, but not each other. Right. Right. And they're playing against Saturday. They did not play each other last night. I know, but that was this week. They can't play last night and then Saturday. You're correct. Sorry. I was like, like, what the hell are they doing down there at these schools? Steroids. Sitting there going after Dion. Hey, by the way, hey, Jody, I love that pick because Liberty and James (laughs) Madison are two fantastic teams. uh, that are playing great. Getting ready to crack the top. JMU's going at uh, they're playing in Huntington, West Virginia, at a night game. That is uh, that is maction like I've never heard. They just said the hell with it. We're gonna play two <laughs> games in four days. <laughs> Love it. Uh, while while Jody gives gives us his last pick, I'd like to throw it around the room. I got it for you, right for, here, uh, Jody. <laughs> for final thoughts and uh, things that are on your mind, and what you like to close with. Tuna. Yeah, I would just like to make it known to our listeners uh, how disrespected I am by my two co-hosts here. Um, when it comes to uh, worldwide sporting events. <laughs> now, uh, wait, no, we, wait, we, no, we have wait spent, a minute. Hold on. We have spent oh, mercy. almost entire episodes talking about soccer and the World Cup of Soccer. Oh, my gosh. I have never watched a soccer match in my life until Freddie convinced me and said, dude, you need to watch this. You need to watch this. You need to watch this. 
I watched it. I actually kind of enjoyed it a little bit. The World Cup of Rugby has been going on for about two months now. I can't get you guys to watch one damn match and discuss with me. I've watched two. Okay. By the way, I've watched two. I've enjoyed them I think we very texted much. during one New Zealand-Namibia match. No, it was... Uh, New Zealand and Italy. 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 Because it was like 100 to yes. 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I also watched Ireland play. Who was in a great team and got beat by New Zealand this past week. Okay, weekend. who's still who's alive still? So this weekend it's the semifinals. Okay, I'm in. Friday at three PM, you have New Zealand versus Argentina. What's the mascot? The World Cup champion. Okay. I I love Argentina already. That's like my Peru. Okay. Keep and going. then on Saturday at three, we have South Africa. Who's great? versus England. Oh, are they great? They're pretty good. But New Zealand or uh, South Africa is a 12 and a half point favorite. Who's the match. who's the underdog of the four? Argentina. Okay. They're a 17 and a half point underdog. They, to so they shouldn't necessarily be there. What the world wants to see is a New Zealand South Africa matchup in right. the championship series right. because in all of the is that what rivalries you see? that's what the world wants because right. If you look at like the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears offense, the the Red Sox Yankees, it'd the, be like Argentina I Brazil, yeah, yes. something like that. Yes. This is okay. these two teams are two of the biggest rivals in sports, period. and that's on what channel? Peacock, Peacock T, and it's not. I did see on regular TV that there was rugby on this past week. That can't be it, right? I bet the is that like they may have showed it on or, NBC, so yeah. they re-showed it. On, yeah, probably they on re- NBC. That, so, so and, you can see it. But the Saturday-South Africa live. match is on um, Saturday at 3 o'clock, and I know you won't be watching that because of college football. But I but have Friday Peacock. Friday at 3 p.m. And I have Peacock have because Peacock. you set it up to watch your game. I signed you into Peacock <laughs> so I could watch the rugby match, the Ireland-New Zealand match, which was incredible. Got to watch that in your Where are you watching the match Friday at 3? Friday, I'm going to be out of town, buddy. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, I'm going to have people over to watch it. I'm watching Who, Ar- you and the concrete. Guys? I'm watching Argentina. <laughs> Fred, Fred, what I'm do you in. Have? No, he's got me. He caught. He's right. Tuna is a hundred percent right. He's got me for the semifinals in the championship game. I will watch. I will watch. And that that three o'clock Saturday game will be tough. Mm-hmm. But I'll try to get it on a TV. Okay. Um. But he is right. We have watched this. We need to watch. We need to get into this. Hey, I got to get into this. I've been watching. Okay. I've watched okay. two matches. One I watched from start to finish, and I finally started understanding the rules. What were your thoughts on the, on, the, on the game itself? Oh, I thought it was fantastic. Isn't it a fun sport? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. It's, it's awesome. And once I figured out the rules, mm-hmm. it took me a little bit of time to figure out why they were going backwards here and why they put do that scrum here yep. and why they, you know, sometimes the scrum and then the ball goes forward and, and sometimes they, it goes they have backwards. the resets. Yeah. And then the guy throws it the, to the little guy that's thrown <laughs> up in the air by the big guy. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I very much enjoyed it. And I will certainly be watching uh, the uh, semifinals and uh, hopefully the championship game. Good. Uh, 
I wanted to give a shout-out to two of the best young coaches in college football that will be looking other places soon. Uh, we've talked about one of them on here. The other one, I'm not sure if we have. I think Travis will know who that is. Uh, one of them uh, is uh, Texas State. His name's G.J. Kenny. Uh, you've heard Tuna and I talk about him a little bit. Um Man, I'm telling you, there is a school that will be looking for him soon. Maybe uh, he was a assistant for the Eagles. Uh, uh, he had Central Florida's defense with Gus and that doing fantastic. He's coached under Peterson, all kinds of great coaches. Uh, look for him. He was a quarterback at Tulsa. Uh, had 10,000 yards and 81 touchdowns in three years. Uh, he is a offensive genius. Look at him at Texas State. His teams are doing well right now, and he will become smart. And the other one is a guy named Kane Womack. He is at South Alabama. You saw him last night dominate. Uh, he is at, was a tight end at Arkansas and Southern Miss. Defensive coordinator at IU. Yeah. Uh, they fired the wrong guy, or they're firing the wrong guy. They got rid of the wrong guy. No, they didn't get rid of anybody. What happened was Kalen DeBoer, who is now the head coach at Washington, okay, and Kane Womack, who is now the head coach there, were the offensive and defensive coordinators, right, right. respectively, the year that Indiana was really, 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 really good. good. Yes. And as soon as they left, the whole thing went in the tank. But right. yes. But He's I, great. But uh, the, they're like number four total D, right? I'm telling you, South Alabama, they were the second team under behind Deion Sanders in Colorado to get the most transfers on their team, and they're doing well. It would, so, not, it would not shock me if he doesn't end up at Indiana at some point. Right. Keep an eye on those two coaches because one of them is going to be coaching in Texas, a good school, maybe Baylor, who knows, and the other one's going to be coming around Maybe to IU, but those guys, uh, keep an eye on those teams. They are doing well, and those coaches, one's defensive-oriented, one's offensive-oriented. So, And uh, Jody has uh, rescinded his Liberty pick, and he has jumped on the bandwagon against Indiana and is taking Rutgers <laughs> and the points. Why not just pile it on? Yeah, we might as well. I think that's the easiest bet of the week. Uh Guys, it was great to be back down here. It was great to see you guys again, uh, talking sports. Can't wait uh, to see how the baseball playoffs turn out this weekend, uh, this weekend's football games, and all those things. Hopefully, we get off the schneid rugby. a little bit. And we cannot forget about the big rugby World Cup semifinals this weekend. Can't wait to watch. Um, with that being said... For Jody on the whiteboard behind me, and the big fellow, the tuna country, Matt Kempf, and the fabulous one, Freddie Benders, this is Travis Carter saying, so long, everybody. Uh -huh.